0: I'm so happy to join with you today. I'm in Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona, which is right next to Phoenix. It's hot as blazes here, as you might imagine. And we've been having a lightning storm, thunder this morning, which I just love. I love the energy of it. It feels fantastic. And I'm so grateful. That uh, right now, we are in the midst of our teacher trainings, long-awaited teacher trainings. John Mundy and myself and a group of courageous individuals are joining together for the purpose of being truly helpful. And it's been wonderful. We had the intensive for the writing, and now we're in the teaching, and next comes the speaking, and don't you love it when things are even better than you imagined? (laughs) I love it. Spirit sure knows what it's doing, and I'm so glad I've learned to listen. All right, let's jump into our topic today which is healing the feeling of feeling like a fake. Something I know a lot about, and so do many of us. So I'm going to invite you to join me in an opening prayer, as we always do. So grateful, so thankful to take this breath of gratitude, to place my hand on my heart, to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, we're giving this feeling of being a fake, feeling like a fake, thinking we're a fake, giving it all to the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful, so thankful that we can lay it on the altar. We can call for a healing. So grateful that everything that is the root cause of feeling like a fake is false and therefore has no power. There is only one power, it is the power of love, and it's operating in our mind and in our heart right now. So we're calling for the powerful and pervasive healing, not just for ourselves, but for all beings, all light workers, all teachers, all ministers, all practitioners, all healers, all beings. We're grateful and thankful to share the benefits of our healing our expansion our awakening with everyone because we're one with them in gratitude we allow it to be we let it be and so it is amen 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 yes so let's look at the essence of feeling like a fake as spiritual students, course of miracle students, light workers, we are interested in being truly helpful, truly kind, truly loving, truly faithful. But and I'll speak for myself. So often it used to be that I was harboring tremendous amounts of resentment guilt, regret, blame, lots and lots and lots, extra dose, second helping, third helping, triple scoop of resentment, (laughs) holding grudges, all these negative behaviors. And we keep it hidden. We keep it hidden. So this is one of the reasons why we then choose to self-medicate and it alone, often, or we choose to self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is for the purpose of slowing down our spiritual growth and awakening. And so we, we do the self-medication that is self-sabotage in private, sabotaging ourselves to slow our growth down. It's one of the reasons why this week, coincidentally, coincidentally, I'm following up my five-day challenge about self-sabotage, which was a huge success. You can get the free replays now. I'm doing a free class this week, Thursday, August 23rd, How to Choose Love rather than punishment and self-medication and the title of it is remembering to love remembering to love how to choose love rather than punishment and self-medication as I've written about I think in a blog in an email uh, last week was in masterful living class one of the advanced classes I call Ascension Pathway. And we were talking about healing negative karma. And in our discussion, uh, we had breakouts. And in the discussion, some of the men came to what the focus of their life is 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 remembering to love and as soon as I heard that I knew ah there's the topic of the next free class (laughs) and because that's really what it is it's remembering to love so often I speak about choosing love and of course it's the same as remembering to love And one of the most common questions I get from people is, how do you remember to choose love? How do you remember? Jennifer, how do you remember? That's the thing. We feel like a fake because we keep forgetting to choose love. We have intention around it. We know that that is the goal, to choose love, to be Holy and completely loving, fully loving. And yet, we forget to choose love. Remembering that we are love. Remembering to teach only love. How do we remember to love? So that's the topic of the free class on Thursday, How to Choose Love Rather Than Punishment and Self-Medication. And it is the consistent experiencing of choosing self-punishment, punishing others, self-medication, resentment, regret, all these negative feelings that makes us feel like a fake. It's forgetting to remember to choose love that has us feeling like a fake. Yeah. So this is one of the things that... We recognize is happening for so many of us. To be vigilant, ever vigilant for God, seems exhausting. And here's a little tip for you. What's exhausting is not being vigilant for God. So the ego mindset would have us believe that being vigilant for God is exhausting. It's too hard. We can't do it. But consider this, because this is what I've learned and realized. And I wish I could have just remembered it and known it, rather than having to have lots and lots of experience to remember it. But it is what it is, and now I can be truly helpful by sharing it. So one of the things for me was this idea that being consistently loving would be so hard; it would be so exhausting that, like, don't even have it as a goal. Just do the best you can. Don't have it as a goal. It's too much. It's not too much. It's actually incredibly healing, and that's why, in Masterful Living, in my finding from in my finding freedom from fear spiritual boot camp class, this is what we work on. Recognizing that actually it's much easier to let go of the habit of choosing attack than it is to simply consider Remembering to choose love as the goal. So we we focus on letting go of the attack. We also focus on choosing love. It's like deciding to choose to put money in your bank account instead of spend it you are increasing your funds at the same time you're stopping the decrease so remembering to choose love we're remembering to let the attack thoughts go we're working both sides of the equation that's the easier path and as soon as we dedicate ourselves to doing that feeling like a fake begins to diminish because precisely Because we're remembering to love. Now, how cool is this? When I told the beautiful folks at Unity Unity, that this would be the topic today, I didn't know the topic of my free class this week. But they are such a match for each other. Because when we're engaging in self-punishment, self-sabotage, self-medication... We're not remembering to love, and that is the root cause of why we feel like a fake. We feel like a fake when we don't actually do the true forgiveness work. In the beginning of A Course in Miracles in the text, it has those 50 miracle principles, which are so wonderful. and. It, number 33 is miracles honor you because you are lovable. We are lovable as we are no matter what we've done no matter what's been done to us no matter how murderous our thoughts are we are still wholly lovable Holy with a W. <laughs> and a Course Miracles defines a miracle as a change of thought. When we trade in the ego thought system for the thoughts of God, that's the miracle. I did an episode of this broadcast on being miracle-minded that people really responded to. So being miracle-minded means that we're willing to say this thought that upsets me so much, that bothers me so much. This upset is my divine alarm clock going off, letting me know that this thought can't be true. If the thought upsets us, it can't be true. Therefore, I'm going to give it to the higher Holy Spirit self for healing, rather than struggle with it and make it real. Right? So what are our ego thought habits are that is it's when something bothers us we start giving it energy rather than giving it to the Holy Spirit for healing and when we do that consistently we we start energizing the negativity rather than giving it to the Holy Spirit for healing we feel like a fake whether we know it or not, because at some level, we know that this is not helpful. And we know that our purpose in this life is to be truly helpful. I am here only to be truly helpful. So if I am investing my attention, which is my energy, my God power, into energizing that which is false, then I'm going to feel like a fake. Because I know there's a choice. I may not wish to see it in the moment, but I knew there was a choice. I know there is a choice. So we find ourselves... When we're taking offense, harboring resentment, regret, guilt, blame, shame, all manner of attack thoughts, whether we project them out onto others or we direct them inward to ourselves, we know we're engaging in furthering that which is false. So we're consciously choosing to energize the meaning we made of things our interpretation of things that is the definition of unforgiveness unforgiveness is when we invest our God power which is our attention it's our awareness it's our thinking feeling whole energy system When we invest it in gathering evidence to support a case that is predicated on a falsehood, we're going to feel like a fake. And we're going to be doing that low vibrational gathering evidence dance that feels so unfulfilling that leads us to feeling that we are wasting our life and that life is not good. I used to do so much of that, being someone who was so analytical, intellectual in my approach to things, thinking that the intellect was the power, not my loving heart. Thinking that being able to comprehend, to analyze, to understand, that actually gathering evidence to support my case that I'd been hurt, to support my case that I had been wronged, to support my case that there was something wrong with me, that I was bad, working so hard to gather the evidence that others were wrong and bad doing all of that i didn't know it at the time but that's why i felt like a fake because i was investing my precious god energy my precious life force into that which was not helpful i was investing my life my energy the depth and breadth of my being into that which was painful and I had a choice and the decision that I was making was that attack is good, attack is worthwhile, that I'm defending myself with my attacks and my attacks are always justified. Because I have been wronged, because I have been hurt, because these people are bad, or I am bad, somebody's bad, good Lord, somebody has got to pay for this nasty, gnarly mess that is my life. And so, that's where I spent so much energy for so long, while simultaneously studying spirituality and saying I was on a spiritual path. That's what led me to feeling like a complete and total fake. So A Course of Miracles has these miracle principles and they are so helpful to us and they're so inspiring. And so number 37 is... A miracle is a correction introduced into false thinking by me. It acts as a catalyst, breaking up erroneous perception and reorganizing it properly. This places you under the atonement principle, where perception is healed. Until this has occurred, knowledge of the divine order is impossible. So what this miracle principle number 37 teaches me is quite a few things here that trying to reach a place of peace and harmony and feeling good without knowledge of the divine order is probably impossible so i can only get to knowledge of the divine order through miracles miracles that correct my mind now a miracle is a correction introduced into false thinking by me so i'm the one that has Glommed onto all these false thoughts. They may not have originated with me consciously, but there is only one, so I can take full responsibility for all the negative thinking that ever was without any of the blame. I can just say, okay. In multiple lifetimes, and definitely this one, I've energized a lot of false and negative thinking, unhelpful thoughts. But now, I'm ready to be truly helpful. So, I'm ready to be miracle-minded. I'm ready to live a miraculous life. I am going to call upon Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and say... Make me miracle-minded. I know that this is my nature. I'm made in the spiritual image and likeness of pure love. This is my true identity. Let me see it now, and let me see it in my brothers and sisters, all beings, all life. Let me recognize the truth of my being is that I am miraculous. Introduce the miracle into my false thinking, please. Why not ask for exactly what we'd like? So remember, a miracle is when we trade the false thoughts for the true. The thoughts of the ego, we trade them for the thoughts of God. How do we do it? We don't have to know how. That's not our business. Not our business. But we can ask for the miracle. We can ask for the miraculous thought. And we can prepare the landing pad. So I feel like that's something we can actively do that helps us to stop being stuck in this thought of feeling like a fake or this experience of feeling like a fake so we consciously say i'm going to prepare the way so imagine that you're going to break bake some bread right so you're you've got the ingredients and you've got the yeast you're mixing the ingredients the dough is rising and you're going to turn on the oven and you're gonna put that bread into the oven so it can bake well all that preparation to let that miracle of let's say the yeast rising and then the baking um finishing off that bread. We don't have to gather the ingredients. We don't have to perfectly mix them together. We really just have to say, I'm clearing the kitchen table to allow the miracle to happen. So, so that we can, you you need usually a table surface to knead the bread. So I'm going to clear the kitchen table. I'm going to make room for the bread to be made, the dough to be made, and everything to be prepared. And I'm going to give all the preparation, all of it, the ingredient gathering, everything to God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the higher self. I'm going to clear the table. So clearing the table is really saying, I don't need these negative thoughts, I'm going to give them away for healing. I'm going to give them to the spirit for healing here and now. Yes. Well, it's time for me to take a break here. I can see, feel it's coming right up here. So we'll take this up after the break. But on the break, I'd like to invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com. Go to the homepage, the events page. You can find my free class, the Remembering to Love class. And remember, too, that we are really here to learn to live the love, to walk the talk. That's what this radio show's all about. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And you're listening to Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about healing the feeling of being a fake. And we were talking about clearing the kitchen table so that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the higher self can prepare the dough. So, cause this is what it says in, in the miracle principle, number seven. Uh, 37, a miracle is a correction introduced into false thinking by me. So let's invite Jesus to introduce the correction into our thinking all day long. That's how we become miracle minded. All day long, we become interested in the miracles. More interested in the miracles and being truly helpful than harboring resentment, gathering the evidence. To support our case remember that that which is false seems to need a lot of evidence to support it that which is true really doesn't need evidence and the truth of our being is that we're perfect this is why the ego thought system has such a huge focus on gathering evidence that we're not perfect, because we are perfect. The concept, because that's all it is, the concept that we're not perfect love, that there's something wrong with us, that we're bad, that we're unlovable, That we should be ashamed of ourselves, that we're a fake, all of these things, they aren't true. And so the ego is going to always be so focused on gathering the evidence to support the fake case. If it were true... No evidence would be needed to support it. When something's true, we know it's true, we can feel it's true, we don't need evidence. Our feeling is plenty. That's why the truth sets us free. It's an instantaneous recognition of the truth that sets us free. When we find ourselves ruminating on things, gathering evidence to support the case, what we know deep down is that we are now employed by the ego. We've given our mind over to the ego thought system rather than allowing it to be used by spirit. So what Jesus says here is a miracle a correction introduced into false thinking by me. Let us invoke Jesus, the Holy Spirit, to give us that correction in the mind. You see, the ego doesn't like to ask for help. No, I do it. Think of that little child, that toddler that doesn't want any help. I do it. Mine. I do it. (laughs) I've heard so many little ones say that. I do it. I do it. So that's how the ego thought system works. The ego wants to do it rather than let Jesus do it. Let the Spirit do it. As though there's extra points if I do it. No, you know what it is? It's I feel no longer interdependent if I can do it by myself. So the ego thought system is this thought system of separation. And accepting the atonement for ourselves means that we're rejecting separation And we are willing to recognize that it's not real, that it never existed, that it cannot exist. It's completely false. It's predicated on a falsehood, and it can never be real because it's not even possible. That's what we're accepting when we're accepting the atonement for ourselves. The atonement principle is unity. It's oneness. So, in this miracle principle number 37, a miracle is a correction introduced into false thinking by me, by Jesus. It says, a miracle acts as a catalyst, breaking up erroneous perception and reorganizing it properly. Now, why would we reject that? Here's why we would reject that. Here's why we wouldn't want Jesus to introduce the miracle as a catalyst of correction. Because all the evidence, the falsehood, we've made it, we've bought into it. We've become identified with it. Just like someone who paints a painting that's not attractive, not appealing, not teaching, not of benefit, but who clings to that painting because I made it. I cling to this false identity of being a fake because I made it. It's mine. I love it. Because I made it. So we must... Give it to the Holy Spirit for healing, so we can harvest the learning, we can move on. It's incorporated in this healing experience can be the, the learning that two falsehoods don't make a truth, right? So if we believe that there's something wrong with us, that we're bad, that we're unlovable, that we're not good enough, that we're unworthy, something like this. Gathering evidence to support it is not going to make it true, and it's not going to make it right. What we can do is simply give the power to correct to Jesus, meaning we, we disassociate from, we're no longer interested in energizing that which is false consider that if on a conscious level we consistently energize that which is false and engage in behaviors in other words invest our precious life energy into the behaviors that affirm that which is false and we're investing our precious life energy our attention our thought into that which is false and we even try to convince others of that which is false so we're trying to bring others to invest in that which is false too. example I believe I'm an idiot I believe I'm unworthy of love you in your crazy thinking think I am worthy of love You'd like to love me. You'd like to know me and love me. Well, I have to reject you because your worldview that I'm lovable is unacceptable to me. Unacceptable. And I am going to display so much evidence to convince you I am not worthy of love until you are convinced. And you go away. And then I have more evidence to prove my case, which is the ego's ulterior motive, gathering evidence. We can interrupt that pattern by recognizing how discordant it feels, how unpleasant it feels, how unhappy-making it feels. And we can give the whole correction to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit. A miracle is a correction introduced into false thinking by me. You see, we have to be willing to say I'm not on my own. I have infinite levels of support. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the angels, other ascended masters, the company of heaven, let me no longer think that I have to heal these things on my own, that I have to correct them on my own. Jesus Actually tells us in the course you can't do it So don't even try (laughs) But we are simultaneously trying to heal and gathering evidence it's like Bailing out the boat While also every bucket out we put another bucket in crazy let's just give the correction to jesus he says the miracle the correction acts as a catalyst breaking up erroneous perception the gathering of the evidence and reorganizing it properly so what does that mean reorganizing it properly when you have a bunch of evidence to prove that you're an idiot that you're unlovable If Jesus reorganizes it in your mind for you, now you're going to see that it's false. That it could never be true, was never true. And the opportunity, the clear choice to stop energizing it and valuing it will be presented to you That's the organizing it properly. He goes on to say, This, the reorganization, places you under the atonement principle. The atonement principle is that there's only one, there is no separation. And that's where perception is healed. And until this has occurred, knowledge of the divine order is impossible. So let us not struggle with the impossible. If we're struggling with the impossible, gathering evidence to support the false case that there's something wrong with us, of course we feel like a fake. If we're gathering evidence to support the idea that there's something wrong with someone else, of course we feel like a fake. The way out of it is to give all the patterns to the Holy Spirit for healing to Jesus to heal rather than to try and struggle with doing the healing ourselves. in the next miracle principle number 38 it says the Holy Spirit is the mechanism of miracles Holy Spirit recognizes both God's creations and your illusions our delusions holy spirit separates the true from the false by his ability to perceive totally rather than selectively so if we're choosing to energize that someone's an idiot that they they aren't lovable could be us could be someone else then we're being selective in that which we're going to perceive we're not able to separate the true from the false we're making stuff up thinking it's true and that's what's so upsetting to us but the holy spirit can resort everything for us and help us see what's true and what's false and the only reason that we don't invoke the holy spirit and jesus to help clear all this clutter from the mind Is that we're attached to the meaning we've made. So what true forgiveness is, is releasing the meaning we've made. Releasing our interpretation. And we don't even have to figure out how to do that. We can figure out how to do it by simply letting the Holy Spirit do it and watching yes indeed <laughs> it's pretty marvelous pretty wonderful yes hmm so let's go on here number 38 the Holy Spirit is the mechanism of miracles and these are the miracle principles in the beginning of chapter 1 the 50 miracle principles number 38 the Holy Spirit is the mechanism of miracles Holy Spirit recognizes both God's creations and your illusions holy spirit separates the truth from the false by his ability to perceive rather than perceive totally rather than selectively the miracle this is number 39 now the miracle dissolves error because the holy spirit identifies error as false or unreal this is the same as saying that by perceiving light darkness automatically disappears. This is a tried and true system. So great. Gosh, almighty. I love that I don't have to figure it out. I can just allow it. Now, in our ego thought system, we start energizing that we're alone, that we're on our own, right? It's all part of the separation thinking, all part of the ego thought system that our healing is impossible, that we have to struggle on, that we are unlovable. All these false beliefs going on and on and on and on. This great sense of lack, right? Because if we feel separate from love, separate from goodness, separate from comfort, separate from God, we're going to consistently feel a sense of being deprived a sense of limitation a sense of lack when we have a deep and profound sense of lack as the belief in separation brings us that profound sense of lack is going to show up in all areas of our life as problems so we have if we we believe that we're separate from god We're going to believe that we have this giant sense of lack. And the lack is going to be a lack of love. It's a lack of insight. It's a lack of wisdom. It's a lack of clarity. It's a lack of prosperity. It's a lack of creativity. It's a lack of healing ability. It's a lack of intelligence. On and on and on so all the problems that we have course miracles tells us come from separation i have found that it's so helpful to realize that every problem i think i have is an expression of a belief in lack which is a byproduct of believing i'm separate but i'm not separate therefore there is no lack Therefore, let me not energize it. Therefore, let me be miracle-minded. Let me give it to the Holy Spirit, to the higher self for healing. Let me not struggle with it one more minute working both ends of the equation saying i'm no longer interested in feeling separate i'm no longer interested in energizing separation i'm no longer interested in believing in lack we can give these thoughts to the holy spirit for healing now here's one of the main ways that we feel like a fake Many. Spiritual students have a strong belief, it may be hidden, but we have a strong belief that somehow money is evil, money is the root of all evil, money is bad, that wealth is not good, it's a sign of lack of spirituality. Lack of caring, deceitfulness, badness, wrongness. We have all these misperceptions about abundance and prosperity. But abundance and prosperity are God's nature, infinite nature. But because of a belief in lack and limitation, and a belief that abundance and prosperity are evidence that we're not spiritual, And that what we should do is take a vow of poverty. That's spiritual. While at the same time, we would like to be able to pay our bills. We'd like to enjoy prosperity and share prosperity. This deep inner conflict. And oftentimes we'll blame our lack of prosperity and abundance on other people so then we're energizing so much negativity gathering so much false evidence of course we feel like a fake and not only that I see many spiritual students and this was me too investing huge amounts of energy into this belief that Money is the root of all evil, consciously or unconsciously. Investing all kind of energy into the belief in lack and limitation. Believing, uh, investing so much energy and belief that um, lack is real, limitation is real. And that my lack and limitation experiences are because of something in the world that's preventing me from experiencing abundance and prosperity. These are false beliefs. And when I'm energizing them on a daily basis, which is exactly what I used to do. Of course, I feel like a fake. Good Lord, of course, I feel like a fake. Abundance is my inheritance. Prosperity is my inheritance. Beauty, truth, wisdom, my loving nature. All these things are my inheritance. Everything I could think that I would like to have is my inheritance. So creative expression is my inheritance. Being kind and generous and patient and thoughtful and compassionate this is my inheritance it's my true nature let me not energize the idea that i'm bad that i'm wrong that i'm limited that i lack if i do of course i'm going to feel like a fake these things are not true and likewise if i'm energizing them about someone in my family someone in my workplace, my neighborhood, on television, in the newspaper, then whatever I project onto others, I must believe about myself deep down. So perception is projection. And this is how we get caught up in feeling like a fake. And it seems very thick, very intense. I know it did for me, but the great news is is truth is our destiny. Healing is our destiny. We're all going to eventually let go of our attachments to these beliefs that we've made uh, using the ego thought system. And we can start right now by, by truly giving the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. Here at this teacher training that I'm doing right now with John Mundy, which is just so powerful and beautiful and fun, Uh, someone was saying that they, in Masterful Living, they really got that we can give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. And that's powerful. And it's true. And I really saw that this is... An advanced student's way, in the sense that many people who are deeply entrenched in the ego thought system are not going to believe that we can give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. People who are deeply entrenched into feeling separate are not going to be willing to believe. That they are lovable and that they are loved and that everything that they have made in alignment with the ego thought system can be lifted off of them very, very quickly. So it takes a great, great willingness to give up every false identification and do it quickly but it can be done quickly I see the people in masterful living and finding freedom from fear boot camp class that they are doing it much more quickly than I did because I had the realization it can be done quickly that's what I teach now they are doing it more quickly and I've been offering these classes for 10 years or more And what I see is that every year people are doing it more quickly. So we are rising in God. We are rising in truth. And it's so powerful when we join together to do this work, which is why I'm so interested in supporting our study groups. Yes. And having the study group map and the study group support at Miracles.com. i invite you to check it out oh i i i do hope you'll join me in my free class this week remembering to love and healing the habits of self-punishment self-medication self-sabotage if you missed my five-day challenge you can still take the five-day challenge I believe it's still there on the website and you can review everything on your own oh my gosh that was so powerful and so beautiful so much healing happening so much gratitude from people wow what an outpouring i'm so grateful i said yes to doing this and let's place our hand on our heart and be so grateful so grateful to all the people who donate to make this radio show possible and to transcribe these episodes. Every one of them is at livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash radio. I love you. I thank God for you. We are blessed. We're grateful. Our healing is happening. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 God bless you.